everybody, and welcome to another episode of Level Up Cleveland. This week we have with us in the studio, Mr. Bernie Hansel. Thanks for coming down, Bern. No problem. Thanks for having me, man. You guys might know Bern, and uh, he's in, well, he just told me he's in nine bands. But I have I have Made in America. I have, uh, are you still doing Sabah's Priest? Yes, yes, yeah, we're still. I haven't doing... seen I haven't seen you guys out. Well, in a while, with the pandemic, so... we kind of, you know, a, we'll just... come back after after everything's hundred percent back to normal was the plan anyway. You got you're been uh, Kodiak band. Mm-hmm. Castle band. Yeah. Uh, do you still guys do the all star stuff? Uh, we haven't. Um, we were doing that on the. Um, uh, we were doing that in, in place of when um, Adam was uh, down for a little bit. You oh. know. We, we were doing now. Now that I'm he's glad to back, be here. yeah. So now he's back. They're gonna do that, and then cool, cool, like, cool. You know, it was another like a little side thing, you know. And now I just saw you guys are uh, playing it um, in a band doing SP3, which you said it's, is yeah. SP is side project. There's, <laughs> there's SP1, SP2, SP3, SP4, ABC, and different versions. That just means side project. That's all. So basically, what that is is that there's like a pool of you guys now. Like yeah. there's so there's just a bunch of musicians, and you guys can yeah. just like interchange parts yeah. and form a band, mm-hmm. basically. And, yeah. and and you are, dude. That's basically what this is. Each one of these bands is a slightly different thing that you're doing. You're not playing, you know. Obviously, Made in America right. is a, is the main thing. Right. And uh, and Sabai's Priest, pretty much, you get the gist of what that is too. Right. Um, but the other ones, you do like a classic rock thing. You do yeah. all kinds of stuff. So yeah, classic rock. Well, like I said, teaching, teaching all these years, I got five billion songs in your brain. And well, that's the other thing. You're you also know. teaching kids, mostly yeah. kids. Is it mostly kids or not you really? Do- not not lately. It's a mixture. You know, you'd be surprised at adults that want to come back in and uh, they've they've uh, they want to know. Just today, I had a drummer come in playing 35 years. You know, and he wants to know how to. Uh, if he's doing things right and he wants to get, you know, it's cool, man. It's cool. He's and, a drummer? Pardon? You said he's a drummer? Yeah, he was a 35-year-long 35, 35 drum player, and he switched to the guitar, and he wants to make oh, oh. So he's got the rhythm, timing, you know. Oh, I got but you. But what we got to do is we, he doesn't have his mechanic, the chords, and he, he wants knowledge, you know. How long have you been teaching? Uh, 40 years now. A little over 40 years. That's about, yeah. And you and you and did you always teach multiple things, or did you like to start off playing teaching guitar? Uh, guitar, bass, and voice I've always did. You know, I mean, I, I teach voice now. There's not much call for that. There's a story with the vocal thing. That's a long story. And Juan from Attacks and all the Juan's bands, you know. Uh, you guys know Juan. Everybody yeah. knows Juan. He is my... Um, like my mentor back in the day because I grew up with him, and me and him were uh, in the same exact neighborhood right up the street from the, your studio here. No he, kidding. He grew up right two minutes from here, right where I did, and he d- was dating uh, our old bass player's sister, and I knew I know Juan since the late 70s, like a long time. No kidding. But he kind of inspired me to get the voice lessons, and, you know, and I always thank him for that ever since to this day because he's, you know, I, I you, you, you don't know when you're a kid you want to sing and you're singing the wrong way through your, your, and he always told me you got to do the right thing. Well, he is always right. And being a kid, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I don't, you know, and I got older and I told him, man, thank you for that. But he's like my old mentor who kind of got me thinking at least the right way. And he was always, he's always right. And uh, I, we, we played with him at uh, the umpire couple months ago in another sabbath band that i got oh really? and it was cool to see him man because you know i haven't seen him in a long time you know he's a trip like, isn't he man he's amazing he, he's just still awesome. doing he's it man. awesome dude man he is, dude. and he, his voice is incredible and i just uh i really enjoyed see just to see him man say hello and hey remember this and we were bringing up old times like i said right around here there used to be a um gray drug up over on broadview in 25th yeah yeah and he, he uh, that's where our old bass player lived well one lived right right same neighborhood. We all grew up right in that. Crazy, right? Yeah, totally. So did you take did you take like operatic lessons like he did? Would you take opera type stuff or uh, just no. vocal lessons in general? No, I had three different teachers who all gave me the same basic idea, and then you you kind of build from there. You know, the good yeah. Lord gave he gives us so much to deal with, and you either can sing or you can't. You know what I'm saying? And right. what you got, and then what what your different voice teachers each voice teacher tells you the same basic breathe through your gut. You know, nah, 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 blah, blah, blah. So then I passed it on now, and I, 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 I got students of my own that I try to help them get more confident because a lot of people are real timid and they don't want to. They sit. tense up. And they're trying to. And some people, heck, all my guitar students, um, 
the 23rd of July we're playing, and I got a bunch of my little students, little kids, adults. They all come up and play a couple songs with us. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. some in front of people. And guess what? You know, they, that's what they love. Their parents see them. They videotape it. And they got a memory. And if they don't, even if they don't carry on the, uh, the instrument, but I'm all about getting the kids up there, and everybody who comes to see us knows that I get the kids. I'm always pushing the kids, man. Yeah, even in, even in like Made in America, some of them guys in that band, those were former students of yours and stuff like that. Correct? Yeah, the, the the bass player actually played with Paul Diano, oh, and um, yeah, really? yeah, because they saw him. He was in another local band, and they saw him play somewhere, and they they Diano had him, but then Diano got busted, and. You know, got thrown into jail for tax evasion and all that crazy stuff. But anyway, then he got he he came back home and um, and then my other little student in the band has just turned uh 18 and graduated high school. The guitar player? Yeah, the little the little guitar player. So I got two of them in the band with me now, which is just the greatest thing to be able to have your buddies and your friends and your students and that with you, you know, and heck yeah. Well, and that's, it's just cool, man. That is what you do though. Isn't it? Uh, that's kind of your gig. Like, yeah. like you're not, you, I, I, I've seen you a number of times now play and you're, you're definitely a showman. I mean, let's not, let's not take away from the fact that you are a showman. Uh, you try. You oh, you're good. Try. I mean, you're, you know, especially the, the maiden stuff, you, you literally turn into Bruce Dickinson at that point for a little while. You, you try the best you can, you know, but with all that stuff, you, you're not like an ego-driven person where this is all like, oh, look at me. You literally are pushing all these. It's the other people that you're constantly putting out there. And th that's really one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to get you on here is I think that's the coolest thing. Well, I, I, that, I truly think that the fact – when I saw Made in America and I saw that kid playing guitar, and, and, and I remember I was talking to you uh, after you played – and the kid, his father came over. Yeah. And he was talking to you. Yeah. And his father was like most ecstatic. You could just tell this guy was like floating on I just standing yeah. there. And he was so happy, man. And this kid, I was just thinking, I'm like, here's this kid. He had to be 16 years old or something. Yeah. You're right. He was. Yeah. He's playing Maiden, first yeah. of all. Yeah. To find a 16-year-old that even likes Maiden, that's yeah. You know, good luck doing that. And he's and you guys jam. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, it's like it's. It's so cool when I see young kids doing that. Yeah. We just had 17 and 18 year old kids on our first interview. They're starting up a band. We had them in here. They're really good. Good man. And that's, that's, that's awesome. It is man. We all started at a point, and some of us, you know, use the excuse, "Well, I got married, blah blah blah." But I, I've always stayed with it no matter what. And uh, I, I got out of 86 to 90. I didn't play one gig in those four years. I quit, I quit playing, but I still taught. I always taught. But I, you know, we—that's when Kratos kind of Kratos kind of wrapped up in '86 a little bit, and then, you know, from '86 to '90, I kind of just was like, eh, I don't know if I want to do anything anymore, and because I was kind of wanting to push that band. We we were still got invitations to go to Germany, and well, let me our, let me talk about Kratos a little bit because, so so, that was your first. Would you say that's your first real band? Well, yeah, that was right. That was started as like a half copy, half original band, and my brother and I fueled that. And the um, original bass player was uh, the guy that Juan knew, you know, real well back in those days, you know. And he uh, he was so young, uh, he had to leave and go with his mom to California because his mom moved to California. No. And he was, like, still 17, so he had to go with her. So we lost him. We had another guy come in. And it just we wanted to um, get that band going. And, and, you know, it was a dream like anyone else. Yeah. And it was right there, man. But it just never um, really materialized because of just the timing and you know, things changed when the one guy takes off and then there's, there's only three piece. So then my brother plays drums. He took off. So then I'm left by myself. You know, what am I going to do by myself? So that's when I started. Uh, <laughs> so did you get discouraged? Is that what happened at uh, that point? Is this kind of pissed well, off? And it's like, I'm done with this. It scene. just kind of gets to the point, but, the, but, but yes and no. But once you get to that level where you're just about ready, I mean, we had record contracts. Like I said, we, we have, we have, uh, uh a contract from Germany, Roadrunner, Road Racer, one of those two, you know, but they sent us the paper. This was before bands did any of that stuff. And um, we just said, well, we weren't happy with the Iron Beast project, which was in our EP released. And uh, we wanted to wait till something else. We, and we did do something better a few years later. We did. I don't know if you ever have the greatest CD yet, but that CD is that we were well, we're happy with that. And I was gonna bring some with me today to to give you, but next time I see you, yeah, 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 because I don't, I don't have any. I, I mean, they're all gone. My brother says he has a bunch of them, so I'm gonna get them eventually. Uh oh. And I'm so, gonna. So get you me. guys, what was that in the '90s? You guys went and and, and 
recorded uh, a, a, an actual CD. Is 90, that what happened? Ninety-seven. Oh. Yeah, ninety-seven. We did, and did that, you, the that, original guys reformed uh, too. Well, the the main yeah the main guys after the original guy left when he was a kid, and right. he never really did okay. anything. We did a forty-five that never even came out. Um, with Kirkiano at his studio way back when, and uh, we that never come out. And then we um we did this Iron Beast EP with the with the guy that replaced. And some of the tracks were done with the original guy who moved away to California. And uh, and then '97 was that was we were really proud of our '97 CD. That was respectable in my opinion. The other things were just you know. Yeah, old I, demo type stuff more or less. Yeah, but the, the CD was really we were really proud of that, and everything was clicking, and that was we just kind of did that. I think just for ourselves to tell people to show people, hey, this is yeah, we weren't bullshitting. <laughs> yeah, this is what we we were proud of ourselves, and and you know just because you're a musician, you're never satisfied. You're your own critic, blah blah blah. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know that's how it goes. And unless you think you know, there's a lot of people with the rock star itis who think that they're a rock star. Hey, uh, come on, people, you know. Yeah, you know right. Well, you know, you can have fun with it, but you can't you can't take things too seriously. Yeah, you know, a, lot of, like, a lot of people do that. Well, they well, yeah. it's huge. Ego is ego is a huge yeah. thing. You got to put your ego to the side if you really well to really have fun with it. I think you got to put the ego to the side. Yeah. Otherwise, you, it, it becomes a, a job almost. You know, like when you start taking this thing too seriously, yeah. it can be. You know, yeah. and it's not. It's it's to be done. It's to be fun. Exactly. Look, nobody nobody. Yeah, I shouldn't say that because there are a few, but. The idea of becoming rich and famous for music, especially this day and age, is is it's yeah, it's not. It's, <laughs> What's the adjective? To, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, but but the idea of having a lot of fun with it, yeah. the idea of you know like having guy, fun. Well, and a guy like you too, who's born with the gifts that you've been born with. You know, you're a great guitar player. You're a, a, a exceptional singer. You have you you have gifts that a lot of people aren't don't obviously have, and you love it. You know, I remember talking to you the one time we were just talking about singers, you know, and we agreed. I was like, you know, Halford, Dickinson, and yeah. and and uh, yeah, we were on Dio. This, and we're you on were like, yeah, you were like, yeah, same page. Yeah, that's them. <laughs> yeah, we we're, we're uh, I know, I yeah, like, I appreciate <laughs> that, man. I remember that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm how like, do we forget that? Yeah, and I'm yeah, just like, yeah. dude, yeah, that's the three, you know. Yeah. I mean, and you're like, yeah, and when you have a love for the music, also, and it's just kind of like. Yeah, it's, what are you going to do it so fun for? To do it, you, yeah. get, and you, you know, you see other guys, I guess, who become rich and famous doing it. And because you can play guitar and you're up on a stage, I guess some people think, oh, I'm that guy. But And, and you yeah. know, a lot of people go as far as to take on that whole lifestyle. They party like a rock star. Da, yeah. da, da. How about you? You do any partying or are you? You're a clean guy, ain't 16 you? 16 years sober. Man. No kidding, yeah. man. Feels like 160 sometimes, but, you know. You like no it? drinking, no Great, nothing, though. It, it feels good? Feels good? Uh, I had some good times. Drinking was fun, man. Drinking, you know, we were basically a uh, beer drinker, and and uh, that was a lot of fun. That was um, great memories, honestly. But you know what, man? It always winds up in the same point. It's like controlling your life. I'm a person in mess. You know, it controlled your life, and uh, you can't you can't let anything take over everything else. And you know, I I I, I used to be a pretty good golfer, drinking, <laughs> really drunk, drunk golfer. And I got a couple of students of mine. We went out and you know, and and we and, and the uh, they'll they'll even vouch for that. And I used to not be too bad, you know. But I try to go out after you quit, you know. I can't even hit the ball from here to the door now, you know. I'll hit it that way and it'll go this way. So you know what? I thought, well, let's go out. Let's go out and golf. You know, I'll be golfing seven days a week. I mean, drink, I mean, golfing, right? So I just I'm I'm just cool. Everything's just normal now. You know what I'm saying, man? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you got. I mean. You, you got a lot on your plate. I mean, you're, you're, yeah. you got a lot. You're, you're, yeah, you, do you the have to. Teaching. You have to keep it here, you know. Well, you got a time. Who, who was it that was uh, telling us? Uh, it was Juan. Juan. When Juan was on here, he's another guy. Oh, yeah, he's, he's in still... 7,000 bands. Yep. He's, the guy doesn't stop. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, how do you do it? And he's like, time management. Time management. Yeah. And he's sober. Oh, he's always been, man. Yeah, but I like mean. Like I said, man, that dude just, I appreciate him so much from being way back when. Oh, yeah. When he told me, you know, to get some lessons. I'm like, nah. You know, and I always go back to that in my head, you know. But I, I always let him know, thank you, man, because he's pretty good, pretty good dude, man. You know? Hell, yeah. When well, you guys have a, a similar singing type of a style, too, where. Kind of. You guys can hit, like. Those mm-hmm. crazy ungodly notes and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you guys still talk and stuff though? I mean, do you guys do you get to see? Do you guys still like? Do you ever just trade stories or anything, no, man? The last time I said when we were uh, my other Sabbath band was playing with him at the Empire, I got to see him the first time in years, man. 
And it was pretty cool, man, to see him again, you know. I don't get a lot of time to go out and watch other people because uh, I'm always working all the time, you know. Yeah, I, man. I have so much to do. And I, I'm a kind of person that, you know, I like to keep my, my, my jobs going and everything going and trying to keep the projects going and uh, all the different bands and everything going. And it's just, it's a, it's a busy, uh, it's very busy to keep everything going. But you can do it, you know. It's just like you got to just be kind of focused on it, you know. Well, like he was saying, time management, time management. He's yeah. like, you got to keep yeah. your stuff in line. And you got to, he's yeah. like, he's like, you just, one thing goes into the next. You got to be willing to do a yeah. lot of that you gotta, kind of stuff. You got to get your proper rest, you know, especially when you get older. I notice that, man. You can't. Hell yes. You know, when you're 25, man, you got the world by the, you know, but now you, you, you just got, <laughs> you got to space things. And it's a lot different, man. Do you, you know. Do you, uh, now, now. Kratos was a was a original band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But since then, you don't do much original stuff anymore, right? You just, mo- all these bands that you're in, those are all cover bands. Pretty much, yeah. No, no originals. Are you good with that? I mean, is this? Do you ever, or do you do you have do you uh, write stuff like and 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 just for yourself uh, ever anymore? Never, never written anything. Oh, we got a lot of Kratos stuff we wrote that didn't get out, or I write more stuff that style. Yeah. Because that speed metal is in your veins. Once you start doing that, I always got that in my vein. I'd like to do that again because that's where I came from was that speed metal. That's right. the best. I love it. But you know what? In this town, sucks for speed metal. It's just not a metal uh, town. Really? You know? Now, you don't think so? No. No. Cleveland hasn't never been. It's not been. You know, L.A. is pretty good. New York's good. Detroit was even got us beat for that. But it never was. You know, we grew up in the city, grew up playing all the time, and it's tough. It's a tough. You know, all the the popular bands are playing all the. Music, yeah, popular music, don't. the pop music and yeah. stuff like that. That's what it is. It is. It, you're right. Yeah. I mean, you're, that's that's where I'm going. Being a musician per se, you know. I mean, Germany, they still listen. They still love their metal or whatever. But uh, people try to say, oh no, Cleveland. Uh, all right, whatever. You can tell me whatever you want, but I lived the life of it and I played my whole life here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know exactly what you know. So 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 doing <clears throat> covers and doing. You know, like the classic rock stuff that that goes over pretty well. Yeah, I hear what you're saying though. So so coming yeah, out with something, coming out not as a metal band in Cleveland with your own music, good luck. It's hard to it's hard to move things along in Cleveland. Yeah, and appreciative uh, appreciate you know appreciation isn't very um, grand. You know, because most all of our records that 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 like it's where Goldminer magazine had us our original record. Years ago, it was up to like 80 bucks. So I don't know what it is now, but it keeps escalating, and we only made 500 copies of that. And it's super, try to get one. Yeah, right. It keeps, it's up to over 200 bucks now, you know, and it's like, wow, man, I can't believe it. But it's not really here in the States. It's you know, a couple guys, couple guys, there's no, don't get me wrong, because there's a couple of, uh, a couple guys that are real good collectors in the States, but mostly every different places are where the booming, you know. Yeah, don't you say Germany was is a huge, oh, huge great. metal place. 80s metal was just where, man, that was a great time to come, to grow up with the 80s metal. I it just, was. It was awesome, man. It was, dude. Wasn't it? it and was, I'm still dude. there, but being in, you know, living here in this town, you know, I kind of like morphed into, you know, something that is a little bit more maybe stomachable for the mass amount of people, am I putting that correct? Well, <laughs> you know, in an area, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you, yeah, yeah, sure, so man. So you could carry yourself from week to week playing and, and entertaining and still not really, you know, you're not doing your, you know. But you, do you ever just want to get the, do you ever have that itch, though? Like, like, like. I mean, is it is it just your past that, like, I mean, like, I, I would think, I'm listening to you talk to me. You you have a lot of passion in general, but. When you start talking about the speed metal, boom, you 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 light up. You're oh, like, yeah. ah! Yeah. But you're not really in a speed metal band. No. So 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 that's what I'm saying. So do you? I mean, do, what 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 stops you? Just time? Is it just time at this uh, point, or just it's like? It's really un, really not necessary for me to do that at at the present time. I mean, it would be more of a fun thing. You that's know? what I mean. Just to get it out of you. Just to just yeah, to, to have fun. But now I'm at the point now where all the stuff that I'm doing is all kind of a money thing, you know. Now yeah, you're just it's fun and money because you got bills to pay, you know, and you've been doing this so long, you know how to. So I mean, in metal, it really pays zippo, you know. I mean. 
I mean, unless you stayed with it, like like Juan, he's got it down. He stayed with it. I God bless him for doing that all these years. Oh yeah. But I, I didn't do that with the metal per se. Once we were done with the Kratos thing, that was pretty much it. And then all these other bands are just super fun. But it, it's fun, and you make a little dough, and they go hand in hand together. And I'm still doing stuff, and I'm breathing and alive, you know. So I'm happy. You know? Yeah, you were able to you were able to take this music thing and actually yeah. make a life out of it. Yeah. Yes, you also yeah. did other things. You had you did some. You worked on cars and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you had a shop and you're that's your own. The main, that's always the main thing was that. You know, that was always putting the food on the table. But now the lessons, the music lessons are really doing well. So, I mean, you know, between the lessons and that and then playing, this really keeps your time quite quite limited. You know, I mean, you're like, like, you, you just got to get everything spaced out and everything, get everything organized. And, you know. How, how many people do you uh, teach at a time? Like, what's, what's like, how many students do you have right now? Oh, right now I think maybe uh, probably 45, 50 <laughs> students, how maybe, you, something like that. So how many? How often do you do it? Just on Saturdays? Um, only Tuesday, Thursday, oh, Sunday Oh, so morning. you do it. Oh, okay. Oh, every, yeah. Okay, okay I didn't yeah, know. Okay, I mean, yeah, I see. I just, yeah, yeah. So you're always teaching. Pretty much, yeah. But it's cool, man. I, that's what I like to do because that, that really – it's the one thing that I'm able to do. Like I'm not, you know, carpentry. You know, I couldn't even put a birdhouse together for my uh, daughter at the, at the – you know, the little – you know, I'm putting it together and I had it backwards and <laughs> <laughs> all the dads are coming over going, let me help you, you poor sap. And uh, I'm going, oh, boy. I, I mean, there's certain things you shouldn't do, you know. And there's a couple things in your life that we're all good at, you know, or we all feel that we're pretty good at and we want to do. Yeah. And that's what we that's what I wound up doing. I mean, I, call, I, I consider myself retired at an early age because everything I do is, you know, I don't really have a boss, you know. Yeah, right, right, do right. Do whatever right. you want to do, but you got to. You know, you got to keep it together. You know, you got to. Yeah, you know. stay focused. Well, yeah. plus you got you got bills to pay like everybody else. Yeah. You got to have money no matter yeah, so, what. So that answers that, you know, to answer that question, why I'm doing all these bands are fun. And, you know, we still can do a little bit, make a couple bucks here. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that plus, makes any sense. Plus, are you, and these bands, do you need to really rehearse a lot with these bands no. and do all that kind of we stuff? We don't. We don't. You just tell everybody, learn the parts, and then we'll see you again. Yeah, at the and we do every show we have with the Made in America before before the show we get together one time and go out and play and then uh you know sabbath priest we usually practice once or twice because we have like 60 or 80 tunes with that band wow that's you know cool. but, um, but let's go back a little bit you know i, I, I want to ask you like a little bit about when you were younger grew up uh old brooklyn area right mm-hmm. basically and um what was your youth what was your what was it like what were you what, what did you do as a kid how did you how did you become I mean, you, if you've been teaching for as long as you have, yeah. so I, that means you started teaching in your teens, basically, almost. Pretty much in uh, 81, 82, yeah. Huh? Yeah, I mean, I you were young that. when you started. So you were, you were, you, you caught on to, to, these, to the music stuff pretty easily, I would imagine, right? Yeah. It was pretty easy for you. Yeah. And you were able to turn it into it. So what was that like? What, how, what, was, what was it like growing up? Uh, the music was the only thing, you know, we were allowed to do. We, we come pretty strict. I was a strict family, you know. Oh church and the whole catholic school for 12 year thing dressing up all that you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah it was pretty i was the oldest so i was very very strict oh. uh, i wasn't allowed to go out of the yard till i was 18 you know basically like that no no, no kidding until yeah it was pretty strict you know so basically you know music was the only really uh thing you could have like maybe i don't i don't know if you want to call it outlet but my dad played drums in 19 uh 40 the 40s so my brother that's he went up in the attic one day and got when we were little kids and got this drum set and started playing and and I started playing in tenth grade uh, uh or, I'm sorry fifth grade when I was ten years old oh. you know so we started jamming and my grandpa on the, on my mom's side he was like a singer and my great grandfather was ninety seven years old when he passed away and he could still play a fiddle man ah no kidding and we were little kids and we would go over to grandma and grandpa's and we would he would call me Ben and we would go up in his closet and get these old fiddles. You know, which we which we thought were wow, these are probably antiques, though they really weren't. You know, yeah, right. Later you find out. But I mean, he would he would like when we come over, cause my brother and I would sit with him on the bed, and he would play Ave Maria and just the Notre Dame fight song on his fiddle, and he's 97, man. No kidding. And he would play it really well, and we were I, it blew me away when I was a little kid. Um, 
And all the other cousins would, you know, they laugh and poke at him. You know, he's an old guy. But we always wanted, I, I mean, I wish he was alive right now so I could just hear him play that one more time. Man. Yeah, it was man. really cool, man. But, uh, and, and then his son, which was my, my grandpa, that was my great-grandpa, you know, and, and he was a singer. So, I mean, we, we had music on both sides, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my dad and my uncle did a little two-piece. Uh, my dad played drums. My uncle played accordion. They used to do that. Back in the in the forties and that, and my other uncle was like their little manager. I hear stories of that, so it was kind of cool, you know. So it's just been in the family. This is like a family business almost, yeah, kind well, of sort you of. Well, you know, they, it's always been there, and, and and then um, you know, you just when when you grow up, my brother and I were always close, and we always played the metal, man. We always played, and you know, we played as much places as we could. It was awesome, you know. Did you, did you, when, where did you discover metal? How did you, how did that happen? When did you guys, were you together? You remember Peaches, right? Yeah. You guys remember. Yeah, right here, Pearl and Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. That was the big place back in the late 70s to go, right? Okay. So we go to Peaches to, uh, to, to check out some, uh, the kid up the street, you know, the, later the bass player for Chris. Well, we we get the Motorhead Ace of Spade album with the Motorhead on the cover, man. You know, we're like, man, these guys look cool. This is metal here. Let's check out this album. You know, this is back when it was brand new. It just came out. 80. Yes. That's what it and came out. it was out. right there, Ace of Spade. And, um, you know, and then the Blizzard of Oz that was a tour at Motorhead, and, and, and Randy was on that tour. Yeah. You know, and all that stuff was right there, and we just uh, – you know, when going to Peaches and seeing that big record, and wow, man, I, I'll never forget the, the the Motorhead was like, whoa, look at this, and and that's all time. Look at look at where Motorhead is now. There's this awesome, you know. There, yeah. Long live Lemmy. Who who <laughs> wouldn't win in the war, Lemmy or God? It's a trick question. <laughs> Lemmy is God. What know, a what an amazing yeah. career that band had, huh? Like, who would have thought one of more? Uh, what a what a what a crazy band to, to become right. as big as they did it's just uh we we got to meet him in 86 you know and and and, and uh, uh he was just uh awesome to us man and um who was this now who who made him uh, 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 Kratos? yeah we we opened uh, up for them in 86 no so it was one kidding. of the one of the bands we did a lot of opening gigs and stuff that uh being in a metal scene you know yeah but lemmy was just uh, he just went off and he threw his rick down because he always played that black rick yeah a 401 Rick, and he threw it down because somebody opened the doors early, and they stormed the variety uh, the, uh, the theater, and they come running in. Um, I'm sorry, that was at the Agora. That was yeah. at the Agora where we played in '86, and they they stormed it, and he was like, "Who opened the door?" He was yelling. So then our manager at the time goes and knocks on the door right after that. You know, can you please take a picture, sir, with this band? And he was so nice. We were sweating it because you know. <laughs> You know, he just went off and he threw his bass and he went in his dressing room, slammed the door, and he came out all nice and took a picture with us. <laughs> I felt fine. And the drummer that. on that was the uh, uh, Gasmatron uh, tour. The drummer and um and uh uh Wurzel uh, was super cool, dude. Man, we talked with Wurzel the most. Oh, really? Yeah, he was cool, man. Zoom didn't have too much to say to us. He was kind of in his own thing, and uh, but Wurzel was just hanging out with us and. It was cool. That's dude, when they man. had two guitars, or that yeah, st- yeah, yeah, they had, they had, they yeah. had the twin then, right? Yep. Yeah, and, and Wurzel was just like polishing that black Les Paul, man. I'll never forget that, man. It was yeah, pretty man. cool. That's, but, uh, those are great times right there, right? Yeah, you know, you just you can remember uh, all those guys that we we you know like Duce. You remember El Duce, man? We <laughs> from the mentors. I know him personally, man. Really? Yeah, yeah we went to L.A. <laughs> saw him walking down the street of uh, Hollywood Boulevard, man. We go, Duce, how you doing, man? Remember us from Cleveland? You know, he's like, yeah. So I went to the mentor's hall and jammed with them in their hall. And I played uh, Sicky Wife Beater's SG. <laughs> and I jammed with, with Heated Scum and, and Duce. We saw Insect on Acid. We saw Mama T-Bird. We saw a couple other people that, who had names, you know. And we were hanging out with Duce, man. The and, mentors, dude. That's crazy. In California. Just just walking down Sunset Strip or Hollywood Boulevard, it was. And uh, that was uh, 80. That was in 86 because we just we just played with them. And then we went to California, and there he is going. We said, hey, Duce, man. So there's <laughs> stories there I I, I, I got oh, a million I'm sure. stories. Oh, him, I'm man. sure. But well, he, I've heard yeah. other people who knew him tell me stories. He was a super big-hearted dude. Yeah, that's you what know? they say. But they he, say when he would be drinking, he'd get crazy. <laughs> Boy, but he, but he was, uh, you know, he was a great dude, man. And uh, uh, you know, being able to know him here and then going there and seeing him there, I was like, whoa, you know, it was just like 
surreal, you know. I mean, you're, yeah. There's Luce walking down the boulevard. Holy, you know. Yeah, it's wild, man. You couldn't miss re- him either. And he remembered who we were too, because uh, he remembered some of the songs. We, it was weird, you know. And yeah, man. How the music, like, you know, as drunk as he was, he still remembered. Yeah. They yeah. came to the fantasy. In like a little Nissan truck thing with all the equipment thrown in the back with a camper top, and they had this little <laughs> little thing on the roof, going boing pointing like this, you know, this little like a spring on like a spring, a, like a thing? statue thing, oh. man, like a little dude statue pointing <laughs> forward, and Duce and the guys in the band crawl out of the bed out, over the drum set, and we're we're at, we're at the fantasy, we're like the manners are here, we're like where in that old truck, they all crawl out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Duce comes out, is that a bar here? Where's the beer? Yeah. And we were like, come on, Duce over here. It was it was cool, man. Oh, yeah, man. It, it was just some good memories, but he was a pretty um, pretty cool guy, man. He, he, he uh, you know, I mean, just mem- my memory of him was pretty cool, man. We uh, we knew him, real, like I said, pretty well when you, you play with him and then you go down there and you see him again. It was so, so crazy. Yeah. Know? Well, El Duce was, and he's, you know, he's. Famous for being insane. I mean, that's what he's famous <laughs> for being. I mean, yeah. and their music was just like nobody yeah. else. There was yeah. no nobody has mentors, lyrics, music, anything. Was, yeah, they got the, uh, their uh, own thing. The uh, Four Us Club. Sicky Wife Beater was just a great guitar player. He had some crazy riffs, man. And their music was really good. It was. They, but they, without they, without having that, as they called it, the rape rock appeal. Yeah, it was rape rock. Without having that, you know, that would have just gotten probably buried. But because they did something rad, they they got. To the front for a little while. Yeah. And they were just a cool band. Well, and and, and they they were getting played on the college radio all the time. Like yeah. you could hear Melners all the and time. And then he did college. he did so, a stint with Nasty uh, Ronnie from Nasty Savage. Nasty they did Savage. that with Gardy Lou. And that that stuff's as funny as the mentors, if not even funny, you know. Yeah, man. Just a guy that managed us managed uh, Nasty Savage, the same guy managed. So that's how we got some gigs. That's how we got to meet. It's all a big loop, you know. Didn't Nasty Savage used to beat himself on up on stage? He was one of them guys that used yeah. to. That, that used to bust, destroy televisions yep. and all kinds of stuff, didn't they? Yeah. I that was back in that him. day. And then they they formed, they must have had Duce sing with them for a record or two, which I thought was crazy because they have some, it's like Mentors 2.0, you know? Yeah. It's really, it was really radical. But I, I don't know if the Mentors were doing anything without Duce. I mean, he's the heart and soul of the, I mean, I know Sicky Whitebeater and Heathen Scum, they're, they're still alive to my knowledge. And yeah. I don't know if they're still but those guys are super cool dudes, man. Were they really? They were super cool, yeah, huh? They were just. We we picked up Heathen Scum from the airport, you know, and uh and uh. Are you calling him Heathen Scum at this time? Like when you're when oh, you're. Yeah, talking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he was he was just cool, man. And uh, back in that day, I don't know if you guys remember the Twisted Lifter from Cleveland, the, the burly guy who was got up on stage with metal bands, and they called him the Twisted Lifter. Maybe I don't. Maybe. But I don't he know. was part of our show. And we had a chainsaw song, and he'd run out with the chainsaw and wave it around and wear a hood. And he was affiliated with us and the mentors too. And uh, we, he went, and he's running through the airport, you know, <laughs> and he's screaming, "We're wired!" <laughs> and you can't do that today. <laughs> but he's running through, and we pick up the mentors. You know, all of us are going to the Twisted Lifter, and us went to the airport to get the mentors. And we're driving, and he just comes in our car. You know, it was awesome, man. <laughs> and we're driving down. Uh, Brook Park, and he's like, "Hey, man, isn't this the isn't this the porn area?" He knew. Uh, he knew he, he was knew at. where he was at. We were like, "Yeah, this guy." He knew exactly all these things, and he's quoting things, and we're like, "How does he know this stuff?" Yeah, I think that they made a few visits here in Cleveland wow. through the years and stuff. I think they yeah, would they would they make were, a mega. They were a jolly bunch of. I mean, you know, I know their music, blah blah blah, defends yeah. people anymore. You know. Yeah, well, that's not as offensive as it was maybe then. Nowadays, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah nowadays yeah. everybody gets offended. But he was, uh, but they were. It was you, you had to take them as funny, man. It was it was humor, you know. It was, it was like comic relief, man. I he was just we were asking him some funny rhymes. He, you know, dude, how'd you get something to rhyme with with uh with, with herpes? And he would say, I just need something to rhyme with it. That's how I got slurpees and one of the songs, <laughs> yeah, you know. Because right. we were at, did that really happen? Did you? He goes, I just needed something to rhyme with slurpees. And he, he would he would tell us. You know, and he was—he'd be honest, you know. Yeah. But he was a funny guy, man. He was oh, super yeah. funny. But well, I mean, some people don't maybe appreciate that kind of humor. But it was funny. Well, you know? it's all humor isn't for everybody. But to, right. and it's just right. in this world that we live in today. If someone doesn't like it, then they want it removed. Yeah, that's, and, that's, and it's a little back different. Then, back then was different because you, you I think we got away, all got away with more. Times were a lot different than they are now. Yeah. yeah now yeah. you got to kind of be a little more careful and whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go with the flow, you know. So so what about um when you're when you're 
in your younger years, like I said, when I was asking about before, when you're when you're coming up, what what when did you decide that you could sing? I mean, when when did I, did that all come when you were doing the like you're you're learning how to play guitar? You learn that first, and then you decided you could sing later, or uh, no? I always sang because I sang in. The little drummer boy in like second grade or whatever I was that little drummer boy. Did you have the lead role? Of that? I, I, man, you know, always yeah, yeah. singing and stuff. Yeah, and uh, you know, but like like uh, I sang the wrong way for how many years? And then Juan, Tech week, uh, Tech Juan week. was the one who was trying to get me to sing right now. Like ah, I don't. But he was correct, you know. And then I got to learn how to get the right way, and now I can hit like the King Diamond stuff now. Yeah, yeah. You know, you but can. before I didn't have the ability, you know. But now with the breathing and that, man, there's no range at all. It's just crazy. No kidding. But um, yeah. But but he was the one who kind of like was right on with that, and and that just gets it's all in the breathing and stuff, you know. But you always able to sing. You always able yeah. to. You had good pitch. You always able to oh, carry. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that. you're. I think. I think you're born with that. You know. I think. You either think, have it or you don't, huh? Yeah. And I mean, I've had a b- bunch of students who are shaky, and you can work on them. But you know, you, you try to get everybody positive. I'm trying to be. I'm a positive person. You know. I don't. Yeah. I don't look at the. I look at the the glass half half full. You know. I don't look at the glass half empty. I'm always looking at the better thing, and we disregard the bad and always yeah. look at the good. That's how you get somebody. That's how you get students to get better and better. You don't. You never ever tell somebody something bad. Never, man. Never like, tell them. But let me ask you this question. And, and 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 of course we won't name any names or anything. But I mean, how often do you sit down and just be like, and you're and and, and it's like one of them situations where. You just feel, I mean, I, and you're not, I, I well, get what you're saying about that, but I mean, like, uh, there's got to be a lot of people who have unreal expectations of what they can and can't do. Patience is a virtue, I always say. You know? <laughs> you, 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 being an instructor, you have a grave amount of patience, you know? Yeah. And eventually you keep working with somebody, and like one guy might pick up a song right away, and this guy might take six months. Yeah. Okay, but. Three years later, the guy that took six months still playing a guitar, the guy that picked it up right away, you know, later, he, he's not even playing guitar. Bored he went on a kung fu or whatever else, you know what I'm saying? Something different. You know, yeah, right. Because, you know, that's I how see it, what you're saying, though. I see what you're goes, saying. So, the so, guys that take a little bit more pride and more time and really have the heart, anybody can learn how to play if you have the heart, you know. Yeah. But not everybody can learn how to sing, you know. That's that's no. That's because you're using flesh. Yeah, well, once you have that's to something use that, yeah, it's like yeah. you know, it's like uh, I could never be a gigantic weightlifter, dude. You know, it's just not in my genetics. You yeah, know? right, right, right. You know, right, how many of us mean. would want to be real big? But you know, you can't. You get, you got to live within your means. You know what, 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 what you're given. You know, so that's how that, that's how that is. So you were you were growing up, and you're talking about you're into metal and stuff. I know you like like uh, Merciful Fate. Oh yeah, you know, yes. That, right. So so yeah. let's talk about a little of that stuff like in the '80s when metal was 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 changed. Everything was changing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was it was Priest for a while. Oh, yeah. And man. and yeah. they were like the definers of of the hard faster yeah, the metal British, that was out the there. British at the time. metal, right? On, they were the right after on. the Sabbath stuff. You know, it was yeah. Sabbath and then it was Priest. Yeah. But now Metallica's coming out. Now right. Merciful Fate coming out and stuff like that right. we're teenagers you're you're probably just around 20 years old right when all that's happening yeah. and stuff like that it was a great time man wasn't it yeah. it was and it was, and, and and who were some of your favorite bands at that point i mean you had to have someone was it who was like what it, well it, now like exciter from canada i love oh, exciter i love them we got to meet those guys with big dan beeler drummer that sang and yeah yeah, yeah. john ritzy playing guitar and we t- we were hanging out with him he was another good dude man and dan beeler he talked like that real quiet. That's how he would talk to you. <laughs> Dan Beeler was talking to us, you know, and he'd be real quiet. And he'd get up there, you know, like, long live the loud. You know, he'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he'd, he'd really scream, man. But but he would talk real quiet like that. Yeah, and I, I learned that from that guy because he would, you know, and he would, um, before the show, you know, you rest your voice, man. You you don't talk to nobody. And, yeah. and before you before you go out and sing, you you, you be quiet and you take, take, take your breaths right and save your tank because later on you got to go and you know you got to but but it that was one band that I really uh thought they were awesome man you know those guys are and the ones me and you always talk about you know yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's funny about Exciter because they were that band at that time that a lot of people thought was going to be a huge yeah. band because yeah. they were they were really good yeah they were super thrashy for whatever and, um, reason they never they never they just it's for whatever reason it's one of those know. weird things that they were at the uh the Cleve, the old Agora, the one that burned, they were at the old Agora that, that burned down uh, back on, what was that, 26th Street or whatever? 
Uh, I don't know if you guys remember the old, but they were there, and I saw them. They were excited there, and they were like they had like a barricade, and people were ramming the barricade, and it was crazy down at the pop shop. Oh yeah, it was man. Called the mistake, and we used to play there. When uh, Chris uh, from uh, Warped, uh, Chris Warp Record, he, he yeah. had us. We were in the loop. Uh, Kratos used to play there. We were he he was uh, cool as he. He was so fair with everybody, and he let everyone play. And he was really fair. And then the place burns down. That was the one place where all the metal bands would play. That's when the scene was doing good, man. You know, oh, yeah, because yeah, we yeah. would all play there. And he he let everybody, the Destructor, all those guys. Man, I've known them guys for how many years? Those guys are all buddies and friends. I, I, everybody generally knows each other, you know. Yeah. And uh, but he but he was you know he would give everybody their own crack at it. It was fun, man. You think you, know? this, you think the city just needs another venue that could that, that's willing to do that and that could help bring the scene back? That would or? really be cool. Oh god, that would really be cool, man. Something like that because that was that was like um you know every like I said every weekend was I remember when Black Death was back they were just coming out back then and uh, you know we were all, all of us were just young young little bands coming back then. And it was uh, it was a lot of fun, but he gave he would let everybody play this year and this this weekend, and you know it was kind of yeah. cool, man. Everyone had their own little um time, uh, time to shine, time to play, time to get out, whatever your aggression, whatever you want to. But it was fun, man. And 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 then and, and once that place was gone, it was like uh oh, and not never nothing really ever formed. I mean, again. I remember J D. Production was trying to do that at the old Brooklyn Tavern. I don't know if you yeah. guys remember that. Oh yeah. He tried to do something like that. But yeah. That that was unsuccessful. Yeah, Megadeth played there, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I remember. Yeah, I, that was, they sure did. Yep. Oh, yeah. Brooklyn Tavern actually. Uh, yep. We, me and Pat both worked with uh, Jeff Wirtz. Did you really? And oh, Jeff yeah. Wirtz was the son of the guy who owned Brooklyn, Old Brooklyn Tavern yeah. at the time, yeah. and he's got set lists of bands that played there, all yeah. kinds of paraphernalia and oh, stuff. Oh, bet you that. Yeah, awesome, he's, he, he tells me a lot of stories because he was a kid when that was going on. Yeah. He was a teenager too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Pretty cool, man. Yeah, they tried to get that scene going. I don't know why that didn't take off, but that would have been cool. Well, didn't that place kind of like, wasn't it just like the not the best? Wasn't the stage messed up or something? I I, I thought it was something that needed work or that something. That was probably the, magic, they never the did. magic show palace was what you might be thinking. Uh, oh, that yeah, place maybe was, that was it. That was down on 25th. That was they were trying to do metal there too. Boy, that was really a rough place to play. But um. There was all kinds of places that that were coming out, but nothing like nothing like when when Chris Andrews had that that pop shop or the, uh, previously known as the Mistake. There, there was nothing that compared to that. I don't think in the metal and all the metal guys would probably say the same thing where you everybody got to play there and that had the big crowd and that was the attraction. And then they had other places here and there, but that one was that was the nice place. Oh man, those are good times, man. For whatever reason, people showed up there. People. And it, was it was a metal scene was going. That's when Cleveland started to getting our metal scene gear yeah. going, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, and then when that was gone, then they tried to do something at the other Gora now, and and just it was just I don't know, it was just different. That place had some kind of. What do you think the best time for uh, the metal with Cleveland was? Like back when it was like the Purgatory, Destructor, Shock, Paris, Wretch. When all them bands were were yeah. kind of the big, Absolutely, yeah. that was when it was the biggest time in Cleveland. Because there were some great musicians oh, were, at yeah. the time back then playing here. There was man. there was a ton of great bands, and all of those all of those bands really it was different back then. We were all Cleveland metal guys. We were all doing the same thing. Yeah. There was a uh, Jagged Edge, Sorcerer. Those were two daughter bands that that those got those bands were cool too. There was a, like a lot a lot of them, uh, and the ones you're, that you're naming, you know, there was a lot of cool bands there, man. A, yeah, lot, a lot of them. A man. lot came out, a lot of good music, excellent music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of a lot of it got overlooked. A lot of it, you know, uh, uh, just kind of just didn't go anywhere. But needless to say, it, it was a good metal town. It, it was, and and and, yeah. and even the college radio scene was cool. Oh yeah. Bill Peters was starting yeah. out. His 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 yeah. stuff was just starting. Yeah. He was in his first five or six years, and yeah. he, I think he came out with 81, 82. And he's still doing it. It's unbelievable. I, I just read that's the longest college running crazy? show in America yeah. in the history of college radio. His show is the longest. Ever. Yeah. It's crazy. crazy. It's crazy, crazy, man. Yeah. yeah. Super cool guy. Um Yeah, that's crazy stuff, man. What about uh what about how do what do you think about this chick buying the variety up over there? And, yeah, I heard uh, about that. She's yeah. talking about turning it into another bringing it back. Boy, would that be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, if we could just bring Lemmy back and have oh, Motorhead man. play the variety and you Bring know, it the, down again. The day the ceiling was caving in, I, I was actually there. That you really know, yeah. you saw? Oh, because that was that was Motorhead brought it down. They yeah. were too loud. Yeah. And that was. Um, you saw that show? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. What other? What, 
Made in America. I want to talk a little bit about that because I, I think that of all the bands that you're in, that's the one I like the best. Well, that's cool, man. <laughs> and uh, excellent band. There, you know, there's a few actually, there's a few Maiden bands out there, tribute bands locally out there right. who do it well. You know, you're, 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 you guys do it really well. And and frankly, you got you got a, a, an incredible collection of guys there too. Um, obviously, you do the front thing, Dickinson, really well, which I think that really sets it off. But man, you got a, a, a really Nice collection. You said the one guy already, you know, he played with Deano. Right. So, you know, he, he's got he's got pretty good credit. That, was he a student of yours at all? or yeah. is he? Oh, so he started off as a student. Yeah, yeah. How long ago did you start with him? Do you remember how that? Uh, yeah, he was 13, 14, and now he's uh, like 34, man. Oh, so. It's crazy stuff, you know. Does he, does he still come to you for advice or anything anymore? Does oh, he no, need you for anything anymore? He's, our, he's professional. He teaches at the college. I know. That. I figured. I'm just kidding. But we're, but, no, but we're cool. But what, uh, what we, we were uh, – He's he's got a joking because we were uh, one of the opening bands. I got another student of mine. I got him to play, and I'm playing bass with him just to warm up a little, you know. And I I told him, hey, I, I, I'm not a bass player. He goes, neither am I. <laughs> you know. So I mean, he's he's got a pretty level head, man. Mike's a good dude, man. Everybody, I, I don't have any anybody that's around me isn't. I don't have any ego people around, you know. Yeah, I noticed that too. Like you like like well, you don't no time for that, right? Nah. No, I, I mean, even even like uh, when you were doing like I saw you play with the All Stars, and that when I say the All Stars, that's more of like another side project type thing that you were right, doing, right? Right. That was Jack. Yeah. Um, from Glad to Be Here. Right. And who else was in that? Jim. Jim yeah, did Jimmy, that with you. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. That's not. Let's let's talk about him for a second because he's 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 the that's a, that's your boy. Right? That's like one of your. He's in the Sabahs and yeah. Yeah, like you do a lot with him, and he's right. he's he joined up with uh Glad to Be Here. He took over right. for Dell. Um, Dell's incursed. And, um, so what, what, is that, is he, is that one, is he's in Sabah's Priest? He does that. But is that, is that like one of your main dudes? Do you have like main guys that you kind of uh, go to? Yeah, we got, we got a couple, uh, there's, there's a, a couple different guys. I got another guy that, um, that band's not even on there that we played at a, uh, golf course for five years. Me and this other bass student of mine, he was a student of mine. And we just haven't struck any gigs lately, but we've, uh, me and him played like for five years at a golf course, solid out on the porch. Doing you know? like what kind of music? What were uh, you doing? Classic rock, you know. Just two guys I mean, though? You guys yeah, just... yeah, yeah. Two guys. And then we had a drummer for a little bit, and then I had a couple students sit in, but me and him basically. But like right where, right where he's sitting over there, people be eating. You know, like, so you oh, learn, yeah, you yeah, learn yeah. how to like play. Is is a certain etiquette to for the For being a metal guy to play. Oh, shh, quiet. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. playing too loud. What, I got acoustic guitar, people? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's rock and roll, man. I want to hear something, you know? That's funny. But, uh, that's funny you said, because one thing about you that that's uh, that's funny that I like, that I, I personally like, is that you'll, you'll, I see it happen to you during the gigs when I was watching you play with the All-Stars at the time, where you're, you're, you're singing a song, but it seems like you just can't help but to metalize <laughs> Yeah, like that, you yeah. metalize yeah. things that aren't really like normally metalized, yeah. and you're just you're just like, yeah, Whoa! you're yeah. like it just needs it here. I yeah. don't know, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's it's, me. Yeah, right. That's like yeah, everything that gets a little metalized. Yeah, I do that all the time, and uh, you know, I, that's just how I do it. You know, but that's just cool, man. I mean, like it's God. I gotta have a little twist to it. You know, it I just be... what, I, well, I just think it's cool because I just think you know, I it's also cool that there's certain people who can just mold themselves into whatever they're doing. Also, but you're so passionate about metal. You're so passionate, and you even showed yeah. it today a little bit when you're just like, I love speed metal. Yeah. you get so excited. We got a new, the new thing is we're we're trying, we've been trying, but we we're putting on, we're gonna put together a King Diamond versus Fight King Diamond project. Now, oh about that. my god, that's hot off the press because we're getting it together now, and uh, we got. The two guitar players are working together, and one drummer can play it, and I can sing it. You know, so we're gonna that's we're gonna we're gonna do grandma. You know, and have the grandma oh come out God. on the chair. You guys are gonna do a theatrical. We're gonna do the whole show? deal, yeah. But but we gotta get a venue, and we but we can we got the guys to do it. We just gotta like over the years I've been trying to do it once and trying to do it again. But that's that's exciting to get that oh, yeah. to be able to do that because when King came to the uh, 
last time when 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 King Diamond was here right before the pandemic, I was there, and you know what a great. I show. heard that was. I heard that was a oh, yeah. phenomenal. But I'm, I'm trying show. to sing right with with King, and it was as fun as singing. People are turning around looking, what the hell, you know, because I'm singing out loud. <laughs> but it was just it was just me just being fun, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. just being able to. I love his voice, you know. I just oh, yeah. love it, man. But it was just fun, and people would be, what the hell. But um, we we want to try to do stuff, you know, like that, just just to to to, to carry that on. I think it would go over pretty well. Hell yes. Nobody in the area does that. I never see anybody doing Merciful Fate or yeah. even just just a song. Yeah, the old old Fate or even the new stuff. So it's coming. We're trying. We're trying to get to time to squeeze it in and get it done. And you know, I just talked to the drummer and um the other day, and he's all about it. And the two guitar players are. And the bass player been working at it, trying to get it, because they the guitar players in, in King Diamond Fate, they gotta have their act together, man. It's Tanner, all about those Roche. guys. They are so tight in there. Yeah, man. That was and the drums and the voice Sherman. can come in, but it's them guitar players that, that lay that foundation, yeah, man. man. And if they're not on, the whole thing's not going to be on. And I got two uh, guitar players that are awesome, and we're going to do this. And uh, so keep that in your back pocket. Man. Hell yes, Eventually, man. one day. Before I'm dead, I'd like to get that and do that, you know. Yeah. Before I before I'm 80 years old, you know. Yeah, that's that, that's that one thing we, uh, we were just talking about with the, the the last guys that are in here. There's like, you know, when you're a musician, you, you can you can play all kinds of different stuff, and you sometimes find yourselves in bands that you don't necessarily. Yeah. This isn't necessarily my thing, but I'm in it because, like you said, it's either money or just yeah. to be in a band and you're hang, playing with your buddies or whatever right. reason you're in this band, but. To actually play in that one band that you just like, man, there's just this one thing I got, I have to do, and that's it for you, right? I mean, like, that's right. we've been trying, you know, you know, like the Maiden thing's fun. That's super fun to do oh, yeah. that. And it just happens to be really, uh, just doing a few times, how many times a year, you know, not every weekend. That yeah. would probably, you know. Yeah, you do it. You play like four or five gigs in the summer, and that's about it, right? Yeah, I mean, that's it. Throughout the, throughout the, you know, it just keeps it fun and keeps it uh, real. That's what makes things fun, you know. Sometimes, you know, when you do things too much, you're uh, right. They, they, it burns out. People, yeah. you know, people aren't as excited to see it and stuff. And you and you play you play over at Cindy's a lot. Uh, right. You live in Medina, so so it's right. it's it's. I live a mile away from Cindy's. It's a, do you it's, really? Yeah. Yeah, you're close. You're close by then. Yeah, I'm wow. I'm I'm right off Lafayette. Oh, okay, so. so you're super close there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> fellow fellow Medina. Yeah, man, oh, yeah, I'm right there. That's good, man. But yeah, it's a cool bar. Because because of that reason, I mean, people, yeah. like, you know, it's got a weird reputation that bar because of its past and history and stuff like that. But right. they do have, a, they do, they have a lot of good bands yeah, going he's, through he's got, there. He man. really tries, man, and he owns the place. He tries as hard as he could to get people in there. And he's got a lot of good bands playing there, though. A lot of tribute bands he, he, they go yeah. with, but but a lot of good ones, man. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of good ones. He but, tries, you know. So, so do you have a stable of bars that you play at? Basically, is there a lot? Is oh. there is there a certain I mean, do you ever go out and look for new venues, or do you have, like, a, a stable that you kind of go uh, to? It's like uh, before the pandemic was doing pretty good, but then when that hit, everything fell apart. Yeah, right. And I think for everybody, because everyone's in it together, you know. And, yeah. And now it's just, like, starting to come back slowly, uh, and it'll come back eventually. But a lot of places are closing. I just heard two or three other new bars close now. From what now? Uh, just because they couldn't keep like up with the Sand Trap, Legends. I heard a bunch of places really close. Yeah, they're closed. And I'm like, what? So it's like it's getting the the, the already thin places to play got a little thinner. You know? Yeah. So Legends yeah, closed. I just. I, that's what I'm doing. That's what I just heard. Wow, man. man. And and, and uh, uh, you know and. Uh, I, I think right now when you're paying, you know, you, we, we got $5 of gas. Yeah. It, it makes – and your food went up. It makes you think about, hey, man, I'm not going to go out to see a band this weekend. I just don't have that extra couple bucks. Yeah. That's what it all is. Well, and I think – I think – I think. The, the, well, I think things have happened so rapidly. So, like, gas yeah. and everything has happened so fast yeah. that people haven't caught up to it. So when gas goes up like this, it affects everything. Yeah. Because everything's transported via – trickle-down effect. Yeah, and so so – Eventually, so people, but people, when they see how much now things cost, yeah. you know, like a, a bar, it's expensive to run Legends. Oh, it's sure a huge it, place. Oh, that was yeah. a giant well, place. Anywhere that you know they got the rent, and then if the if if you can't you know make your rent, it doesn't matter who comes in there. If you just can't keep it going, you can't keep the door open. You can't keep the door open. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just how it is, you know. Yeah, and it's it's a it's slim pickings right now, man. Yeah, it's, it'll get it'll it, it, you know the, our our town's been up and down it, its whole life. There's always been somewhere to go, and you know there'll be one or two places, and then three years later, like um, 
We were talking earlier where he he played. He he was at all the places years ago. All those places are cool, and then they're all gone, and new places will come out, and it's, yeah. always, it's always a revolving door, or you know, it'll, it'll keep it'll something else will open up, and yeah, be, there's always something. But but you but you but do you have a, a certain stable of places that you normally play at, or or are you even in charge of a lot of that? I mean, like it seems to me like like you're in all these bands, but you're not necessarily. Booking all the gigs for all these bands no. and stuff, are you? No. You're, you're, you're just in a lot of bands, yeah. more or low, right? Yeah, and playing, playing, sometimes people call you, sometimes you get gigs, sometimes you got other people getting gigs for you. It's yeah. just a, it's, it's a, a long, long story. You don't use a that. manager type thing or anything like that, or do you? Over the years, I've have here and there, but... um. How does that work out? Is it, is like it... I said, the manager for Kratos years ago was also managing the mentors and, and oh yeah yeah and Nasty Savage back in the day, you know, same guy. But I mean, since those days, nah, man, we just go out and play, and you book this and book that, and uh, you get a call in from here, this person calling from that person. I get a lot of that. Hey, can you come and play this job? And those I... are the cool jobs where you just. Don't know your, you know, like next weekend I got something coming where I just, I don't even know where. Is it a gun for hire type thing? Go out you? and just play and you know it's fun. <laughs> is, that, is that what it is? A gun for hire type thing where they yeah, just call yeah. you up? Yeah, they just call you. Do you, you fill know. in for guys too for bands also well, ever? Sometimes, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you just hit your GPS and tell they give you an address and you yeah. go there. That's <laughs> yeah. how it, that's what it turns out to be. Yeah, right. And right. then you go there and you don't know where you're going and then you get there and you're like, okay, well, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of cool, man. But that's once cool. you get there and set up, you know what you're doing, right? You're yeah, and then you play it. and then maybe you get asked back or you see what it is. But a lot of that, a lot of that goes on. That doesn't even get advertised, you know, none of that stuff because it's mostly private stuff and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with that, I don't, we don't, we only advertise on like Facebook and that, or the bands that are actually playing where people could come to public. the public. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of the private stuff, there's, it's cool. It's either way, you know. Yeah. Is there anything you want to uh, talk about as far as gigs coming up or anything right now? You got it. You got it coming up. Where always got stuff coming up. The 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 new the new thing coming up with with, with that with the King Diamond Fate. That's going to be super exciting once we get that thing off the. You know, I, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. And when you do but, that, you let us know for sure oh, I, because I we'll have, we'll plaster that. We'll, we'll, that'll get going. But no, there, we, you know, this uh, July is going to be pretty busy. Um, coming up with a couple shows. You know, I got shows coming in July, August. You know, every, you know, always something coming up here and yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Especially with everything you got going on, there's yeah. always something happening somewhere. Yeah. And you can look on, uh, we keep a, a face, couple Facebook pages. My account just got hacked, which sucks, you know. Yeah, I saw that, man. And, and you ended up, well, you got, you recovered a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you I, were able to recover a lot. Yeah, a couple, uh, maybe a quarter of who I had on there, but that's okay. But nobody's helps, you know, they don't do anything to help you or nothing. It's just like, oh, well. Yeah. Too bad. So you just got to open up for anybody that gets hacked on Facebook. You just got to open up a whole other account and start it all over. I know it sucks. Yeah. But that's the only it's the only thing to do. Or yeah. don't go back on there again. Yeah. Right. Which which in this day and age, you, it's hard to promote anything without. Yeah. Social and you media. got that's that's what I use that for. You know, I I I, I you, you got to you got to let the word out to some kind of people so people see what you're doing. You know, nobody will uh, know what you're doing if you don't put it out at least somewhere. Back in the old days, you know the old. On 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 the pole. Yeah, you know, put the flyers on flyer on the pole there, oh, yeah. man. Or put it in staples. the bathroom here. You would see you would see a telephone pole and it would have uh, seven zillion staples uh, still in it from all the things people have been posting. Oh up yeah, there. man. Are you sticking in the bathroom of some popular place around? You know that that was the old days, but nowadays it's just easier to get people. But um, you know, well, nobody uh, reads those anymore. They just throw because yeah. they're like this all the time. They yeah. don't they don't look up to read a oh, sign. Yeah. Post oh yeah, yeah everybody's looking at their phone, walking into yeah. the hole. <laughs> yeah, right, right. All right, well, I all think right. that's it, man. All right, man. I think we're going to wrap it up right there. I really appreciate you coming oh, down. I, I know you you're, I know you're a busy dude. This oh, was a lot of fun. I had a fun time. And, uh, yeah, if so people want to find out where you're playing out and stuff like that, so they just look you up on Facebook? Yeah, Facebook. We All all the bands got different pages, and then mostly before every gig, I'll personally put something up on my page. Okay. All the guys in the band, we all put up, put our own stuff up on there. But that's one of the main places you can go. It's probably the only place right now where anybody can just go on there and look up a band. And, you know, we, we do have a website for the Made in America. It's got our own Facebook page. And so Made in America, they got their own Facebook page? Yeah, we got Sabah's one. Priest? No? Yeah. Uh, no, we don't have one for that band because that band only plays out a couple times a year. Yeah, right. Best, you know? Yeah. And then. Uh, that's a hell of a band. 
Well, that's 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 a long time band, man. We when we play out uh, once or twice a year at most, and there's so much material to cover, you know. When you but, play out with that band, still, does a lot of people show up? I bet you, oh, bet you get yeah. a, that's like a huge yeah, because it's like if you don't go to this show, this might be the last one, you know. <laughs> we get no now, you know. But uh, everybody comes, you know. It's just it's fun, man. But that's we try to keep it fresh, you know. That's so there's a, there's the Kodiak band, Castle band, and SP3 is your guys are playing. That's uh, the 23rd at Cindy's, SP3. Oh, that's this July 23rd? Yeah, and then Castle's the week after that, the 30th. And then August 2nd, it's Made in America at the Medina County Fair. We're actually at the fair this year. Oh. Made in America will be at the fair under the pavilion, but it's a Tuesday Did you guys night. announce that yet? Uh, No. After Tuesday night, no, we have not. I have not put a flyer That's going to be what day? Uh, August 2nd, Tuesday. Uh, they got some country bumpkins in the... Grandstand, and they wanted a metal band, and and I got a call from somebody who knows somebody at the fair board, and they said, "Hey, man, you want to play?" Okay, sure. Dude, so, that, that's an outside gig, right? Yes. I'll bring my drone to that. It's gonna be cool. I can I can fly my drone to the fairgrounds from my house and watch the fucking drone at the fairgrounds. Oh, dude! I man. swear to God, it'll I be cool. It's so cool. I mean, it's a Tuesday, but nevertheless, we're just gonna rock, man. It's gonna be awesome. I, I, dude, I. I can't wait for that because Dude, it's outside. It's going to be at the fair. I know. I'm Dude, I can fair. walk to the fair. I can walk there. I love this. Uh, so that's right. 8 to like 8 to 11. We'll have an opener and that. But that's going to be fun, man. All right. So definitely this will be out by then. So okay. August 2nd at the fair. Medina Fair. Made in America. That's going to be sweet. All right, guys. That does it for us. All right, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Burn. We're out.